So excited to get this podcast started for you all. So let's go. discipline that everybody showed. I also think of two questions that we all have received during the course of multiple publicity runs. And one is, did we know that this movie was going to receive this kind of response? Meaning, was it gonna make billions of dollars? Was it gonna make a billion dollars? Was it um, going to still be around during this award season? And the second question is, Has it changed the industry? Has it actually changed the way this industry works? Um, How it sees us? And and my answer to that is to be young, gifted, and black. Speak on it, good brother, speak on it. We all know what it's like to be told that there is not a place for you to be featured, yet you are young, gifted, and black. We know what it's like to be told to say there's not a a screen for you to be featured on, a stage for you to be featured on. We know what it's like to be the tail and not the head. We know what it's like to be beneath and not above. And that is what we went to work with every day. Because we knew, not that we would be around during award season or that it would make a billion dollars, but we knew that we had something special that we wanted to give the world, that we could be full human beings in the roles that we were playing, that we we could create a world that exemplified a world that we wanted to see. We knew that we had something that we wanted to give. And one thing I do know, what did it change the industry? I know that you can't have a Black Panther now without a two on it. So we love you and we celebrate. Speak on it. We got this shit was twice, man. I remember being eight deep off in Chucky Crib. Letting us act bad, not giving a fuck what we did. When we lost them, I knew the world was coming to the end. And I had to quit letting that devil push me to a sin. My brother being in the bin for damn near 10. But now it look like when he come out, man, I'm going in. So shit, I walk around with my mind blown in my own fucking zone. Cause one day you're here, the next day you're gone. Yes, 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 man, shout out to UGK, man, that's one of my favorite songs of all time, but let's go ahead and really get this podcast started off correctly, testing, testing, one, four, three, testing, testing, one, to the four, to the three, it is all love, baby, welcome to the Ken's Corner Podcast, and I am your host, Ken coming to you again with another great podcast episode number 72 for you to relax and to end your work week off on this Friday. Happy Friday to everyone, to all of my listeners. Thank you so much to everybody 
who's been with me to my trust base. I truly appreciate you as always. Please, if you're hearing this, always, wherever you consume your podcast entertainment, I need you to download. I need you to stream, continue to stream, loving the numbers. They're starting to increase increase again, so I'm so thankful for that. And please rate us on whatever apparatus or digital streaming place that you're doing. Just give us a good rating. Or just give us a rating. Give us a real rating. That's what I want. Always want to keep it real. Never keep it fake. And you can always interact with me on my social media, which is Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Ken's Corner. And also my website, which is www.kenscorner.co. That's www.kenscorner.co. When you get to talking so much, so let's start that again. That's www.kenscorner.co. That's www.kenscorner.co. Yeah, www.kenscorner.co. Yeah, that's it. Wow. I guess it's a little bit too much rum punch. Psych. Now nah, I just need to slow down. It's just I have a lot to get to, and I'm still trying to keep within my 45-minute time period. So just had a little slip of the tongue. Please forgive me. I just want to go ahead and start off with the news. And I want to have two major points. And then I'm going to let you go on your way. First and foremost, today, the mayor of Rochester, New York, has formally suspended the police officers who killed a man. Again, it's the same story, just different cities. Um, this time is the death of Daniel Perdue. Now, this incident actually happened on March the 20th. Uh, the story goes as follows. The family, I believe it was the brother, called the police because his brother, uh, Daniel Perdue, has some mental issues. The police show up. Something happens. Next thing you know, the man is being restrained uh, with handcuffs. And then they place a bag over his head and presses his head against the ground until he suffocates. The man died, Mr. Purdue, died seven days later. And it just goes to show you that there's isn't the problem is not being rectified. And until people go to jail, and I'll take it a step further, and I don't know how this is going to sound, but these officers should be put on the death penalty. I'm not even for the death penalty, but sometimes you got either life or just life with no parole. Life with no parole. All right, because I, I want to keep the same energy. Life with no parole. Because that's uncalled for. What is it's to the, you know, again, this divide is not something that the citizens created. Now they participate in it now, but the divide is not something they created. It was in direct response to the treatment that they've been given. And so we are at this point where we're at now. So rest in peace to Daniel Perdue. My prayers and deepest condolences to his family, his friends, anybody who interact with him, anybody whose lives he's touched. He's no longer here because seven police officers decided that this man's life wasn't worth anything. And whether or not they 
you know, again, the body, because the body footage was released or body cams were released. And it's still happening. So we're going to continue to monitor that situation. Um, it's very sad. This is going to be a pretty deep podcast today. Because there's a lot I want to talk about. And again, still remain within my time limit that I've set for myself. The next thing I want to talk about is the, I don't know, this what, what I want to call it. I want to talk about we, the symbolism that the sports world has shown is great. I spoke about it last week. They've done their job. And one thing that we have to realize is that they are just, again, systematic. Systemic means that it's just, it's ingrained within the system. And Steve Nash received a job that he did not deserve. Plain and simple. And I like how Stephen A. Smith eloquently put it. It's not Steve Nash's fault that he's getting the backlash that he's getting from the black community or several members of the black community. But it's just, again, the NBA. I'm, I'm proud that they took the knee and I'm proud that they boycotted. I'm proud for the shirts. I'm proud of the Black Lives Matter. I'm proud of all the symbolism. However, until systemic changes, until the battle against systemic racism happened within every industry, unfortunately, it's just, okay, we're going to appease you. They're just appeasing us. I, I honestly believe this should be another strike, to be 100%. There should be another strike on this alone. And... We have come into a situation where a person who has never done this job gets picked over three candidates, one in Mark Jackson, two in Sam Cassell, and then three in Jock Vaughn. Jock Vaughn held the team together and may could have been in the playoffs. But you keep him on as an assistant. And the thing about that is just, uh, and then oh, I'm forgotten, Tyron, uh, Tyron Lou. But again, somebody who is not qualified, but their only qualification is their skin color. And the reason why this is so suppressed, I mean, depressing, but not surprising, is unfortunately, this is what we have to live with as African Americans or descendants of Africans in America. It's not enough to win championships. It's not enough to do the best. It's not enough to be at the top of your class. It's just not enough. Because at the end of the day, you're going to continue to be reminded of who you are. So, again, you know, and the part of it that's sad to me, in my opinion, is the fact that the two biggest superstars signed off on this. And for Kyrie, to his credit, is the person who called for this boycott early and people thought he was nuts. Yet right in your own back door, or excuse me, right in your own backyard, a systemic issue is happening. And unfortunately, you didn't see that. So again, I'm 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 saddened by it, but I'm not surprised by it. Unfortunately, this is what we deal with in America. 
and we have to make real change. Continue, you know, the the spotlight. Continue bringing attention. But those people who are in the power, who are able to make decisions, and who have or have influence over people who make decisions, it's time for them to kind of to step up and be able to to battle the systemic racism within their own backyard. The next thing I want to talk about is the ring, the the string of deaths that happened this past week. And that's the reason why again this was, you know, pretty heavy for me. And not in in a particular order. I, I hate to say order of importance, but I'm going to say order of importance as far as the effect on me in my particular life. You know, Cliff Robinson, rest in peace, Cliff Robinson, longtime um, NBA player. But he was really one of the original stretch fours in the game. Could shoot the outside, inside, outside. Pretty good defender on that Portland Trails Blazer team that uh, made it to the Western Conference Finals, I believe. And, you know, that death. And then the next death was coach john thompson and growing up coach john thompson and the georgetown hoyas i thought coming up that they were hbcu i thought it was a black school it was it was to my surprise (laughs) that the only black people in georgetown was actually the basketball players uh (laughs) being a little facetious on that but not really but john thompson was uh a man's man and the way he coached, the way he, the defense, the players that he had, you know, everybody from Patrick Ewan to Alonzo Mourning to Dikembe uh, Mutombo to Allen Iverson. It's just he had great in defensive, intense teams and tough teams. I mean, that's when, you know, I can say from a college standpoint, when that 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 Hoyas team was a tough defensive team, and he truly loved his players. He truly, as a father figure, really about life. Anybody who I've heard do a tribute about John Thompson, it was was more than just the X's and O's. A good coach can affect a life. And I can't remember who is accredited for this saying, but it was said that a coach has more influence over a child's life than a pastor, than a preacher. A good a coach can totally change a child's, you know, make them feel good about themselves or really bring them down. A coach does that, and and the great ones instill character and instill all of those life lessons that a young man and a young woman will be able to draw from far beyond their playing years so that was a devastating loss and then Chadwick Boseman now this one right here was a loss uh, it affected me in, in a way because of, of the for me the subtlety of it because I didn't know he wasn't sick. I didn't know he was sick. I didn't know he was dealing with the colon cancer. 
And one of the points I want to drive home today with this particular situation is the resolve of a person. This person, this beautiful spirit in Chadwick Boseman found out he had colon cancer and he didn't stop. He kept going and gave the world beautiful masterpieces of art. He gave us Thurgood Marshall. He gave us Jackie Robinson. He gave us King T'Challa. He gave us Wakanda. He gave us the Five Bloods. He gave us all of these characters that we can go back and look at and just be proud as people. But more importantly for me, it put in perspective the issues and the challenges that I face in my own life. Because we all, I'm not the person now, for me, there, there are levels of suffering. However, I don't mitigate and I don't say that anybody should minimize or minimize, excuse me, their suffering, their pain. So no, I don't have cancer to my knowledge although I've been tested nor do I want it just still getting over the death of a friend family members who've passed away from that debilitating disease however mental issues emotional issues that's what I struggle with and so but the thing about it is that I'm not comparing my pain versus his because his pain and his struggle ultimately took his life. People who deal, some people who deal with mental issues also deal with life and death situations because they may feel like they're not worthy enough to be here so they may take their life. And for me, the fact that you get a diagnosis that doesn't go in your favor Yet you say, I have a purpose that I need to do. And you go out and you fulfill that purpose. That within itself is the inspiration that I get from chat with Bozeman. He was like a cousin. I mean, you really, for me, his art translated to somebody that I knew. Somebody that I could see myself sitting down at a barbecue and talking bringing them around my family playing spades playing dominoes he went to a hbcu i mean he just seemed like he was just so down to earth an intellectual could have fun again i don't know this man he might have you know i don't know this man but he just seemed for me as a type of dude that i would go out and have a couple drinks with and sit down and talk so his loss, it, it really affected me. I was in mid-conversation with my family when I saw it, and I just, I said, you got to be kidding me. But I'm thankful and hopeful, and honestly, it was one of those things that, in, in this particular uh, point in my life right now, this, and then the next thing I'm going to talk about, those two things married together helped me make a decision this Friday.
this past Friday. I quit my job. Quit the job that I was working at. I wasn't happy at all. And I wasn't feeling like I was being a productive person in society. I wasn't feeling like I was making a change in anyone's life. And I'm not the person who sits around and say, hey, you got to do this because of this. No, you don't have to. I shouldn't just be sitting around just not doing nothing. That's not what life is about. Life is about going out and fulfilling your purpose each and every day as if it was your last. And chat with Bozeman exemplified that in his life. So thank you, Brother Chadwick. Thank you so much for a person that you've never met. Thank you for inspiring me. After finding out that this is what you were going through and you still did everything that you were supposed to do. Thank you so much. My prayers and condolences out to the family of Clifford Robertson, to the family of John Coach John Thompson, and to the family of Chadwick Bozeman. To all of their family and loved ones, my prayers are out to you. May God please bring you comfort and some sort of understanding in this time. The last thing I want to take, talk about, which also helped form my decision in quitting my job, is none other than Joe Button. My mentor, the person who I watch from afar, and the person who is partly responsible for this podcast being what it is. Sorry about that mic movement. He talked about his situation with the company that he currently works for, Spotify. I don't know anything about contractual obligations and how to conduct the business on that level in that in this medium called podcasting. Because I am in the process of shopping mine around, so I don't know and I'm learning. But Joe Button for the past, well, since I've been listening to it about four or five years, but for the past two years specifically at Spotify, has been giving us a master class on conducting business. Now, before I make my observation, I will start out by saying that I am a part and I really do support Joe Button. So it may come off biased. I do not know the extent of Spotify side of the story. And again, as I said earlier, I don't know anything about contract negotiations when it comes to putting your product out there in this medium. I have two businesses already, but that's in catering and in coaching um, or skills development. But I don't have in this. So I don't, again, prefacing that. But with that being said, a lot of what I talk about or what I'm going to talk about is the difference when you see a free man walking or a free woman walking. There's a difference when you're really free. And what I mean by that, going back to my job, and I chat with Bozeman showed me as far as purpose Joe Button showed me as far as freedom 
you don't have to do anything that you don't want to do. That is the truth of life. Not necessarily you got to do something. You got to do stuff that you don't want to do to get to where you want to be. That is a truth. That is a true statement, truly stated. But the truth of the matter is you ain't really got to do nothing in life. And you have the choice and the power to determine your destiny. You do. And if it's a situation that you don't like, then you change your situation. Now, the unwritten rules is there's protocols, procedures, there's how you do it in cooth, um, intact, being a professional. Those type of things are those unwritten rules that uh, or societal norms that you do. I believe that you should go by. I don't believe that you should just walk in and and, and be like uh, uh, old boy off a of half bake. <laughs> you know, when he quit his job, like F you, F you, you're cool. I'm out. Don't believe in that. But I do believe, hey, I'm not happy. Hey, I'm not feeling fulfilled. I can do something else. And that goes into being free. You talk different when you're free. You walk different when you're free. You have a different type of confidence when you're free. I like to call it that God confidence when you're free. I remember Kanye West in an interview. I don't know if it was Sway that he had the interview or was it the Breakfast Club? I can't remember what interview, but he said, yo, this is a free man talking, Joe. And in the midst, because it was a lot of rants and stuff that he had. And if you concentrate on the rants, you miss you can miss some of the the, the, the nuggets that he dropped. And when he said, I'm a free man. And when you free, you just move different. And when you free, you're going to really offend people. Maybe not intentionally. When the Civil War was over with and the descendants of Africans found out they were free and they started to you know, operate in that freedom. There was a surgence of black intellectual, black excellence. Being being descendants of Africans, hard work was never a question. We was doing it for free. But then we were told, hey, you can now utilize those skills for yourself. And there was a surgence of black excellence. But what ended up happening is that, and it's in a, and, and, and I'm loosely quoting a book that I'm reading, The White Rage. Black codes came up. I mean, I knew this because I'm a history major, but it's, this is also stated in the book. Meaning that the system, they saw like, wait a minute. These people are free. They operating different. They moving different. So now let's set up a system to continue to oppress them and take away the things that we promised them. And that's one of the things that the system here in these 
United States of America does to us every day going back to the Steve Nash situation. Yeah, we'll give you this. We'll appease you on that, but we'll we'll change the rules. We'll move the goalposts. We'll move the goal line. We'll move everything to make sure it's in our favor. See, Vegas is set up for Vegas to win, not you. It's set up for you to lose. And the system here in many stages is set up for you to lose. Sorry. And being free, you see that. You unplug from the matrix and you start to maneuver different. When you're free, you try, you 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 think about ownership. It, it, you owning your stuff is more important to you, more can be more important to you than almost life itself. That's why I love my podcast. Nobody, I own it. I've had the privilege of being on other people's podcasts, uh, family or excuse me, friends of mine or uh, close associates and colleagues, and I know for a fact I've inspired them to be podcasters just because i'm doing it but the thing i tell each and every last one of make sure you own your content make sure you own it so that you can package it you can repackage it and you can distribute it and you 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 see that's a free man talking now someone will say well ken how much are you getting paid from it nothing right now i received a couple sponsors i've gotten paid a couple from some sponsors yes i have a couple and there's some more knocking on the door. But I'm a free man. And quitting my job, or quitting that job, because it isn't mine. It was their job. Walking away from that just over broke was the gr- one of the best feelings I had. I'm doing something totally different. My mind is starting to get stimulating. The stimulating juices are start going again. And as Jay said, uh, get the umbrella out because that's when I brainstorm. The brain is going again because I was vegging out. I literally was emotionally and intellectually dying. But when I realized, like, wait a minute, I'm free. I moved. Now, being free doesn't is not absence of having a plan. Now, I always believe in having a plan. But taking that first step out. My profile talk told me to look at the Will Smith video of when he jumped out the plane. And he said the hardest part is taking that first step out. Like, that's the hardest part. The fall, you're going to fall. That's easy. But taking that step, because in your mind, that's when your mind starts playing tricks on you. And even I knew Every day I'm not happy. I knew two or three times a week I'm literally crying because I don't want to be there. But I've, in my mind, I'm like, no, I got to do this because of the benefits for my family, because of, this, because of this, because of this. And all of those mental and emotional shackles were on me. But lo and behold, I heard Joe Button speak. And that right there was inspiration to remind me, Ken, you are a free man. So my encouragement to you, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Walk in your freedom. What is it that you know God told you to do? Walk in that freedom.
if they gonna kill you, they gonna kill you anyway. I would rather die on my feet than on my knees begging anybody for anything. I want to live. Now, don't get it twisted. I love living. But it's over with, man, for that that safety and security that's that that the 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 fallacy of safety and security and that job and and my, and, and, and my family said are you gonna give them two weeks no no I'm not they ain't gonna give me two weeks when they if they decide to let me go it ain't like they tell me well ken in two weeks we're gonna let you go no they'll fire you on the spot it's called being at will now someone said well ken you said being professional i gave them the the minimal amount of time needed for for me to be in compliance but i told my family i'm not giving them another second of my energy i'm not i'm not doing it my supervisor well can you stay because the program is about to start and we you know you can do it no nope 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 my new job Got to get training, and I don't want to miss this train, so sorry. I don't feel bad. I'm going to be loyal to Ken. I still love people out there. I still love you. I still love you. I still love you. But Ken, it, this, I'm, this declaration, Ken is going to be loyal to Ken. And in doing that, I can be a better friend to you. I can be a better brother. I can be a better husband. I can be a better father. I can be a better son. I can be a better uncle. I can be a, a better everything. Because I'm a free man walking. Thank you, Joe Button. Thank you so much, man, for your inspiration. Thank you so much. Now, whether you right or wrong, that's not for me to decide. That's not for me to decide. That's not for me to pass judgment. I just know... In your whole soliloquy or monologue, breaking down your experience and your perspective of what was happening to you at Spotify, I just heard a free man talking. And that's that was inspiration enough for me. That and Chad Wick Bozeman getting up every day to fulfill his purpose. You can only do that when you're free, ladies and gentlemen. You can only do that if you're free. So with that being said, thank you so much for listening to me as always. You can interact with me on my pod, on my podcast. You can interact with me on my social media at Ken's Corner Podcast, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Also on the website, www.kenscorner.co. That's www.kenscorner.co. Be on the lookout for Coach Ken. I'm putting it out there in the atmosphere. Be on the lookout for Coach Ken, the life coach. It's a lot of wealth of knowledge that I have and expertise that I have. It is time for me to stop running and stop being scared. Bravery is being scared, but doing it anyway. So be on the lookout for that. It'll be on the website shortly. I'll be having virtual classes, trainings, all that. And I'll list the things that I can do or the services, excuse me, that I can provide. So with that being said, 
and everything that's going on here in the world, just know that I love, that I trust, and that I respect you. This is Ken of Ken's Corner Podcast. Peace.